Welcome to Foothills Church Sermon of the Week. We hope you enjoy this message by Pastor Doug Peak. For more information about this podcast and other resources, please visit foothills.org. Welcome everyone to Foothills Christian Church. I want to welcome all of you who are doing church at home and uh, are online. I want to welcome all of you who are here in the auditorium and you are here in what is uh, socially distanced worship. So you got to love the seating pods and the distance. You are six feet minimum away from everyone else in the auditorium. So that's an excellent thing to note. The best way to get the most out of this service today is to go to your app store. Even if you're here in the auditorium, pull out your phone, go to the app store and download our Foothills Boise app. And you can go on the very bottom is a little button that says Sundays and you can click on Sunday and then you'll find a place for uh, messages and notes and you'll be able to take notes and all of the passages of scripture and verses and even main points with fill in the blanks and places for you to add your own thoughts are available for you. Also, if you're watching online, doing it at church home, subscribe to the YouTube channel. And it's very important that our subscriber list grows because YouTube then provides more services that make it easier for us to stream to you. Now, our church's mission is to connect you to Jesus, connect you to his community, and connect you to your own mission in life. And we are doing a series that is kind of living that out. And that series is called The Best Way to Live. And today we're going to talk about the best way to live is to honor really good things. Because when you honor good things, you are increasing their value. And last week we talked about our values, the things we really treasure in our hearts, is really what determines the trajectory. And so it's important to really see good values. Now today we're going to honor mothers And boy, do moms really need to be honored. Check out some of these little memes on the internet about being a parent or being a mom. A good way to prepare yourself for parenthood or motherhood is to talk to rocks because they have this similar listening habits. I thought it was pretty funny. My daughter asked me what it's like to have kids, so I interrupted her every 11 seconds until she cried. (laughs) Here's another one. There should be an energy drink named 6 a.m. toddler. I thought that one was pretty insightful. Now, ladies, you may want to try this because this mom said, I found out if you tuck one part of your pant leg into your sock, people expect less of you. Now, aren't those funny? Uh, In all reality, though, it's very important to understand that we're here to honor moms today. Now, the thing we need to do is a brief review to talk about why this is the best way to live. And so each and every message has a very important biblical truth, and we're laying these all together as a foundation, and they step on each other. The first one is this, is that you have a soul, and it longs for something. Jesus wants to answer or satisfy that longing of your soul, but your soul must be renewed. It's been tainted by this world, and so it needs to be cleansed. It needs to 
be renewed, rebirthed, reborn. Jesus came to renew your soul. That's why he died on the cross. And his resurrection proves he has the power to renew your soul, to bring that which is dead back to life. And now renewed souls have new values. And these values are the best way to live. And the reason why is because these new values become a wellspring flowing out of our lives. Now, today we want to talk about how honoring good things, honoring good things grow you strong. And that's something we desperately need in these times. So let's talk about honoring moms on Mother's Day. Now, is Mother's Day just simply about biology? Is it simply about celebrating the fact that females can give birth? Or is it about something else, something deeper, something more profound? And our society has kind of lost that. Maybe we can recapture some of it today. I'd like to tell you about the woman who advocated for and got Mother's Day honoring moms as a celebration in our national holidays. Her name was Anna Jarvis, and she was first and foremost driven by her Christian faith. She was a leader in her church. She was a leader in her community. She was actually the first advertising editor at Fidelity Mutual Life, an insurance company in Philadelphia, PA. She lived from about 1840 or so all the way up to around the early 1900s. She was a partner in the Quaker City Cab Company, one of the first cab companies in Philadelphia. She was highly respected, very successful in business, and she believed it was because of the values her mother instilled within her as a young girl. And so her life is a testimony to what Christianity is all about. You see, the very nature of Christianity is to help people grow based on their identity in Christ. Now, any serious historian recognizes that the influence of Christianity has been overwhelmingly positive to all societies, as, not just for men, but for women as well. Case in point, there is a prominent British atheist by the name of Matthew Parrish, who, Paris, who wrote an article titled, As an Atheist, I Truly Believe Africa Needs God. And what he says in his article is that everywhere he went growing up, because he grew up in Africa, he said, People involved in Christianity, working with Christian missionaries, were the, were the most uh, friendly, they were the most open, they were the most educated, they were the most uh, uh, development-oriented, and they were doing so many positive and wonderful things for Africa. And he said, I just wish they would get rid of all of that silliness that Jesus is the Son of God and divine. Of course, my response is, is maybe the reason why it's so effective is because Jesus is the son of God and divine. Have you ever thought about that, Matthew Parrish? But not, nonetheless, what happened is he points out that every serious historian, even atheist ones, recognize the overwhelming positive influence of Christianity on society. 
What I find really interesting today is that all modern day movements designed to empower women have at their core a denigration of Christianity. They call the Christian belief system and its core values oppressive to women. This is a core premise of every gender studies uh, program in every public university in the United States of America. Now, what I find strange is I'm not sure how they come to this conclusion. Because when you actually read history over the last 2,000 years, Christianity has valued, embraced, and inspired women more than any other belief system, any other society, or any other religion. Let's get some basic facts out on the table. In the first century, Roman law, women were not considered reliable witnesses to anything. They weren't allowed to testify in court, yet the resurrection, the most significant event that's foundational Christianity, was witnessed first by women. They were the ones who gave testimony first to the resurrected Christ. Paul, who wrote many of the letters of the New Testament, wrote to the city uh, in Colossae. He talks about, uh, he mirrors this verse with another verse, and they're, they're kind of uh, co-verses in Galatians. And this is what he says. Here there is ne no Gentile or Jew, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave or free, but Christ is all and is in all. Saying that there is no uh, religious designation. There is no ethnic designation. There is no economic or social designation. They are all together. In the other verse in Galatians, he actually says there, also, there is also neither male nor female for we are all one in Christ. And what that means is that it, very early on, males and females were equally valued in Christianity. Throughout history, wherever Christianity took root, women were elevated Men were taught to respect, cherish, and value women, not because they were supposed to or it was the right thing to do. They did it because women were co-bearers of the image of God. When you go back and you look at the book of Genesis, in Genesis chapter 1, verse 27, the following words appear. So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Notice the plural pronoun, them. Male and female, he created them. What does that mean? God created males and females in his own image. The intent is clear. You see, men were taught very early on that women were co-bearers of the image of God. This is very important because Christianity at its core designs to elevate and value men and it's designed to elevate and value women. And that masculine is a reflection of the image of God and feminine is a reflection of the image of God. So the intent is clear that men and women were meant to cooperate. They were meant to partner. They were to have a relationship with one another based on love and sacrifice, honor and respect. And it was this cooperation, which requires both masculine and feminine, that reflected the full image of God. What's wonderful about this is that males in this situation should focus their masculine qualities on love, respect, 
and the honor of women. Women or females should focus their feminine qualities on encouraging, strengthening, and respecting males. And this is why it's so important to value and honor mothers on Mother's Day, because mothers are experts at nurturing cooperation. I never met a mom who saw her boys and girls tumbling and causing problems and yelling and screaming at each other in the living room or family room say, okay, let's get out the knives and guns and duke it out like adults. Women tend to, no, you guys need to get along with each other. You need to forgive each other. These are powerful, powerful values that we need to have. Yet our society is losing them. It's, it breaks my heart to see that women today are being told, if you don't do what guys are doing, then you're kind of being oppressed or held back. Let me ask you a question, really? I mean, really think about that for a moment. If your goal is to just do what guys do, are you really valuing the unique specialness of females. How about being a woman who shows up and saying, I'm here because I can do stuff guys can't do. That's why I'm around. What if God, when he calls you his daughter, he's elevating you. He's saying the unique and special qualities that you bring to the table are more valued than you could ever imagine. Don't be something you're not. Be what you were called to be. And this is what is so amazing about God. God says, don't seek fulfillment in someone else's definition of what it means to be a woman. Find your identity in Christ and Christ alone. Only then will you be able to flourish and grow? There's a passage in the Bible that just reflects the overwhelming value of women better than any other passage. If you've been around church for very long, you've heard of it. And it's called Proverbs chapter 31, verses 10 through 31. So let's go there right now, and let's discover what this passage of uh, scripture teaches that women bring that is so valuable and that the world needs and why we celebrate women and moms in particular on this special day. Let's begin with verse 10 and I'll read it out loud and you can follow along. A wife of noble character who can find, she is worth far more than rubies. Her husband has full confidence in her and lacks nothing of value. She brings him good, not harm, all the days of her life. She selects wool and flax and works with eager hands. She is like the merchant ships, bringing her food from afar. She gets up while it is still night. She provides food for her family and portions of her female servants. She considers a field and she buys it. Out of her earnings, she plants a vineyard. She sets about her work vigorously. Her arms are strong for her tasks. She sees that her trading is profitable and her lamp 
does not go out at night. In her hand, she holds the distaff and grasps the spindle with her fingers. She opens her arms to the poor and extends her hands to the needy. And when it snows, she has no fear for her household, for all of them are clothed in scarlet. She makes coverings for her bed. She is clothed in fine linen and purple. Her husband is respected at the city gate where she takes where he takes his seat among the elders of the land. She makes linen garments and sells them and supplies the merchants with sashes. She is clothed with scarlet and she's clothed with strength and dignity and she can laugh at the days to come. And as we finish up, she speaks with wisdom and faithful instruction is on her tongue. She watches over the affairs of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children arise and call her blessed. Her husband also, and he praises her. Many women do noble things, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Honor her for all that her hands have done and let her works bring her praise at the city gates. Now, what is interesting about this passage of scripture is that it's not only a poem, but it is an acrostic poem. It's 21 verses long. And each of those verses begins with the Hebrew letter that it corresponds to. So each letter, it'd be similar to us having a poem that the first line is A, the second line is B, the third line is C, the fourth line is D. Why is that so significant? Well, because it was easy for children to memorize. From very early, children were taught these poems. They learned them and they became values in their lives. This shows us another main reason why it's so important to have a Mother's Day and to value what women bring as the image of God to all of us. Now, I don't have time to go through every single line of the, of the Hebrew alphabet, but let me just give you some highlights. First of all is this, a woman of character has great power. Now, in the phone app, where it has message notes, you will see written out verse 10, verse 18, and verse 21. And it talks about a woman's character. So ladies, we want to today, today honor the character that you have and that you are developing in future generations. Why? Because we need this uncharacteristic character in our society because it's losing it. Culture celebrates idleness. Wine is the answer to every one of your problems. When I was looking up memes to show you that were funny, it was impossible to find one that didn't have wine in it somehow. Now, I get a good joke and I understand it's fun to laugh at this kind of stuff. But what happens when our culture's only message to moms is that your life and kids are such a burden that you have to escape. Don't make the effort to do a good job. It's just everybody expects way too much. Lower your standards. Be less than you were meant to be. My friends, the, those are virtues and values of the world. And the world doesn't believe in you. The world just wants to commiserate and you to join them. But Jesus 
believes in you. Jesus believes in who you are. He believes in the important values that he's pouring into you need to be shared with a lost and broken world. That's why moms, what you do is so important. A woman of character is powerful. If you want to discover the best way to live, then believe what Jesus says about you, not the world. Be around positive people focused on Christ. Can-do people, encouraging people. You see, our culture has celebrated the party mentality and the escape mentality so much that when this pandemic hit, a lot of people were not emotionally strong enough to deal with the repercussions. It's sad, but everybody got disrupted. Everybody got moved around. Everybody experienced fear and anxiety. But there were two responses to all of this fear and anxiety. The first response was this. I can't do it. I have to escape. There's no way to survive. Some people just totally shut down. Other people said, this isn't fun nor fair, but let's make the best of it. Let's see what we can learn or how we can get stronger. That's the kind of person Christ is renewing your soul to be. A person who can find inner strength, even in your weakest moments. A person who can find hope, even in your darkest circumstances. Jesus wants what he's doing in your soul, your renewed soul, to be a wellspring of life that comes up and flows out and blesses many around you. This is why women of character are to be honored and blessed. The second thing is this. We honor you women for all the work that you are doing. If you read verse 13, if you read verse 14, if you read verse 16 and you read verse 17, you're going to see that women work not only really hard, but in many different venues. If you're a woman who is out there in the business world and you're making things happen, making profit, building an economy, starting a business that blesses people, hires people, provides for people, then what you're doing has value. And we honor you for that. If you're a woman who is at home doing food prep, creating a safe and peaceful retreat, meeting nutritional needs, doing the nursing thing, the, the educating thing, and most importantly, developing character thing, what you do is value. Let us honor all the contributions that all women are making. Because when you do so, you do it in your unique feminine way. And we need your contribution. I would dare say today more than ever. The third thing that this passage of scripture teaches is this, and that is all the wisdom that comes from mothers is highly valued. If you read verse 23, 26, and 28, you're going to see about the wisdom that moms share with us. Let me tell you a brief story. My mom started out raising three of the most highly testosterone rambunctious boys you could ever imagine. And I was right in the middle of them. My father was an intellectual, so he spent all of his time solving problems and equations and writing grant applications to the government. It was my mother 
through all of this, you know, her estrogen against this sea of testosterone and having to push it back. It was my mom who taught me that people and love are the things to truly be cherished in your life. Man, men, I have a challenge for you right now. You can never reach your full masculine potential until you are motivated by more than winning and achievement. When you are motivated by love and family, that's when your life truly comes into focus and becomes deep and your soul is satisfied. This doesn't mean that winning is bad. It simply means you need to answer the question, why am I winning? Why am I achieving? Why am I building? Because if you're just doing it for yourself, then that's just self-centered. But if you're doing it for the benefit of others and you're doing it for the benefit of your family and for generations to come, then you're gonna live a full life, a rich life, and a life where your soul is satisfied. You see, this is a simple truth and I hope that you grasp it. I just want you to ask yourself this question right now. Am I living the best way? Because the best way to live is honoring good things. When we are honoring quality motherhood, we are recognizing and building a deeper value that there are things in this world that only women can do. That being a woman is a unique and special gift from God. And without you, all the wisdom, all the encouragement, all of the instruction, all of these things would be lost. We want to honor you for bringing these things into our lives. And where does this all start? It starts in your soul. That's right. This whole series is about your soul. You have a soul. It longs for something. It begins when Jesus Christ renews your soul. He satisfies the longing of your souls when he washes out the old and restores it with new. This is why he came to die on the cross, to pay the price, to wash it clean. And his resurrection from the dead shows he has the power to make it alive again. His goal is to heal your soul and prove that the best way to live is fulfilling your longing in him and him alone. My friends, my challenge for you today, whether you're in this room or you are watching at home or doing church at home, start your journey with Jesus today. Start it. Take one step closer to God because the best way to live is right here, right now in front of you. Take that step. All you have to do is download this booklet, how to come to, or how to connect to Jesus. I put it together by just showing you the passages of scripture that help you to connect to Jesus. Now let's let Pastor Harv close our time together. What an amazing day. I hope all of you moms felt honored and blessed today. The challenge today was to take a step closer to Jesus. 
Way you can do that is download that booklet, Connecting with Jesus. It lays out the very simple steps from the Bible on how you can connect to Jesus right now. Don't wait, please don't wait. If Jesus is prompting you, then take that step. Maybe now's the time you're ready to be baptized. If so, type uh, FH baptism to 97000. Again, 97000. Text in there, FH baptism. You can sign up for a time to get baptized. It will comply with all the CDC guidelines. Uh, we'll take care of that. You can also text FH serve to begin using what Jesus has given you to help others. There's no better way to feel like you're a part of something than to serve in a ministry alongside other people making a difference. Finally, take some time and continue the conversation by talking over those discussion questions that will come up on your screen now. They will be on the screen for about 30 minutes and they are designed for you to be able to get the most out of your worship experience today. It was a real joy to be with you today. Whether you were out there in the parking lot at the tailgate, whether you're at church at home with others that you love, whether you're here in the auditorium, I hope and pray that your life has been blessed and that you are celebrated today, moms, on this beautiful Mother's Day. And I pray that Jesus Christ blesses you until the time is complete. We look forward to seeing you next week and celebrating Jesus Christ alive in our lives here at Foothills Church. Thank you for listening to this Sermon of the Week. Video footage of this sermon and others can be found on foothills.org.